This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here, the Eric Erickson Show. Really glad to have you with me here this third hour. The phone number, if you want to be on the show, is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425. I go to dangerous territory now. I was gonna I was gonna tie several things together in the last hour with the Katie Kirk stuff and decided no this 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 needs to be a standalone. And I I, I gotta play you a clip from John Avalon on CNN to start this. This bloody past does not need to define us, but it cannot be wisely ignored. Those talking about a second civil war are still outliers. But anyone who chooses to rationalize or stay silent in the face of the big lie is feeding this beast. You know, I, I think John is actually a, a pretty fair-minded guy. I uh, know him, I uh, know his wife, nice guy. Don't always agree with him. He's definitely to the left of me on stuff. It, it's just striking to me how easily he uses the phrase the big lie, the media itself, the, the media, the giant, the, the, the monolithic organism of groupthink uh, that controls so much of how we access news uses the phrase, the big lie. I want to talk about the big lie. This phrase members of the media use the big lie. They use it about Donald Trump's claims that the election was stolen. Donald Trump's claim that the election was stolen, it is a big lie. It is a lie. It is not true that the election was stolen. Some of you right now are rushing to your keyboards to send me hate mail for telling you the election wasn't stolen. You will include scores of instances you say are proof that there were problems. When I say the election wasn't stolen, I'm not saying there weren't problems. There were problems. There were inconsistencies and there were irregularities. And there were undoubtedly instances of fraud. But not enough to throw out the presidential election. Did you know in Georgia, 27,000 people voted in the election and they refused to vote on the top line? They refused to vote for president. That's not unusual. In fact, in 2016, it was closer to 100,000 people. Johnny Isaacson in 2016 on the ballot in Georgia got about 100,000 more votes than Donald Trump. 
there were a lot of people who refused to vote for president. They didn't like any of the candidates, so they went elsewhere. The Republicans think, oh, well, I just got to I got to find 11,700 votes and and toss them in Georgia because that was the gap between uh, Biden and Trump. But not everybody voted in the race. There's actually a law. I know it. I was a lawyer. I was an election lawyer. You got to find 11,700 plus 27,000. Why? Because the standard to cast in doubt an election or the reasonable doubt of an election is the number of votes between the candidates in the race to be contested plus the number of votes of people who didn't vote in that race. You can't just take 11,700. It's got to be more than that. This is well-settled law, and all the lawyers know it. There were problems in the election, and it is a lie to say the election was stolen. You may not like it. You may nitpick and say, well, this is a flaw. Every election has flaws. You know why? Because elections are run by people. You know what people are? Stupid. Everybody makes mistakes in elections. They're not perfect. You're never going to have a perfect election. The election that got Donald Trump elected was not a perfect election. There were flaws there, too. Doesn't mean it was stolen. Now that I've thoroughly aggravated and angered all of you and you're rushing to send me your hate mail, pay attention to this part. It was a lie to say the election stolen, but it's not the big lie. And members of the media who are calling it the big lie, you know what they're actually doing? They're calling you Nazis. If you believe the election was stolen, they think you are a Nazi. The big lie is a phrase coined by Adolf Hitler. What Hitler said was that it was the Jews who lied about World War I. It was the Jews who blamed Germany. And the Jews knew if they told a big lie, a preposterous lie, a lie so inconceivable but no one could possibly believe it, it must be true. Because who would say something so impossible and preposterous unless it was true? Tell a lie that's so big no one can dispute it. That's the big lie. That's why the media is using the phrase the big lie. Because it is a lie to say the election was stolen, and it is so preposterous, no one could possibly think it's not true. I mean, look at the number of people who believe it. I'm seeing as I stare at my computer screen, emails are already coming in from people who are cussing me out for saying it wasn't stolen. They believe the lie. But it's not the big lie. It's a big lie. What's striking here are the number of members of the media who are willing to use a phrase coined by Adolf Hitler to subtly, passively suggest that you, a Trump supporter, are a Nazi. 47, 48% of voting Americans are Nazis, according to members of the media who use this phrase. It wasn't that long ago where if you compared anything to the Nazis or Hitler, you were immediately discredited. And here come the media, and they're doing essentially the same thing as what Hitler said of the big lie. You say something outlandish and preposterous enough that people don't even think to challenge it. It must be so. So they say it is the big lie. No one's really out there saying, wait a second, why are you comparing Republicans to Nazis? 
Why are you using the rhetoric? You, you don't. You, you know, you get mad at Republicans for using the rhetoric, calling people Nazis, comparing the vaccine stuff to uh, Hitler's programs in Germany, but you yourself are calling Republicans Nazis by using the phrase, the big lie, to talk about the president's lies about the election. You equate the president of the United States lying about the election to the Holocaust. That's what you're doing by using the phrase, the big lie, because that is how Hitler and Goebbels used it. They used the phrase, the big lie, to blame the Jews and engage in the Holocaust. And that's what you're doing to Donald Trump's supporters, of whom 48% of the voting population in this country are. And you don't have any shame about it. In fact, if you're listening right now, you're sending me hate mail defending the comparison. You then are no better than the people you think are the Nazis. You've come full circle into the mirror and seen yourself complete with swastikas, have you not? Herschel Walker is running for governor or running for the Senate in Georgia. He has canceled a fundraiser with some idiot who has a SWAT sticker as their Twitter profile. The SWAT sticker is made of syringes with needles. The person whose profile it is is not a Nazi. This person is some sort of Hollywood disruptor, a conservative in Hollywood who's so in your face that nobody gets their supposed nuance, they use that Twitter pic, that picture in their profile to suggest the vaccine mandates were like something the Nazis would do. The media outrage is about Herschel Walker having a fundraiser with a person who would use a SWAT sticker in their Twitter profile. That this is bad. Headline in the AJC right now. More fallout for Herschel Walker after swatch-sticker controversy. The fallout continued for Herschel Walker after his campaign canceled a fundraiser at the home of a Texas woman who once sported a swatch-sticker composed of vaccines on her social media page. Dove Wilker of the Atlanta chapter of the American Jewish Committee said the scrapping the event doesn't go far enough. Jewish groups have condemned the use of the syringe swatch-sticker in protests of vaccine requirements. A SWAT sticker is a symbol of hate, Wilker said. Walker may have canceled his fundraiser after a sponsor associated with the event displayed the anti-Semitic symbol proudly, but he must condemn Holocaust and COVID health policy comparisons immediately. Notice that he's now got to do something else. It wasn't enough that he canceled the fundraiser. Now he's got to do something. He's got to do more. He's got to condemn the Holocaust as if Herschel Walker would support it, except the members of the media who are using the phrase, the big lie, are using a phrase Hitler deployed and a strategy Hitler deployed to advance the Holocaust. Where's the demand for them to apologize? Or do they get to compare Republicans to Nazis? Here then is the problem. All of us are alive in the 21st century at a time the word racism is used for anything people don't like. It's all racist. We will 
slowly now begin to slide down the slide of Nazi comparisons. If the media gets to use the big lie, Republicans get to use Nazi comparisons as well. Republicans get to do this. Democrats are doing it. The media is doing it. Why can't Republicans do it? They'll do it. And Nazis and Nazism will be redefined to the lowest common denominator in the way racism has, where everything is racist. If one person disagrees with it, it it's, it's all racism. Racism is a word that used to have real meaning. It has been devalued by the left as they use it to attack everyone. Nazism will too. Nazism is the one thing, the one thing from the last hundred years you should not want to debase and, and, and make common and popular in culture because it really is the big bad thing. Nazism really is the bad thing. The big lie really was a big lie that led to the near eradication of an ethnic group. And how comfortable the media is using that phrase. Get online now and Google the word, the big lie. And almost the entire first page of Google is about Republicans believing the election in 2020 was stolen. But that's not the big lie. That's not the big lie. And for the media to say that is the big lie, for the Democrats to say that is the big lie, they are saying that if you believe it, you are a Nazi. But they've gone beyond that in their rhetoric and in their statements to the point where if you support Donald Trump, you're a Nazi. They've internalized that Donald Trump is some sort of authoritarian fascist dictator and they're scared about the rise and you know the way to stop him is to have your own fascist dictator to stop him if they think democracy dares a chance of electing him again you just wait until you see the links the democrats will go to stop it from happening when they internalize this and they so casually drop the reference they don't care they don't care that roughly half the country's voting age population, they're putting on the side of Nazis. And though you know what? Those people aren't on the side of Nazis. They're on the side of a losing presidential candidate who didn't like the fact that he lost, who is very prideful and lied about it. And yes, there was a fringe of crazy who has perpetuated that lie. And even now wants audits of elections to try to cast doubt on the election. And it's bad. And I'm sorry that some of you are mad at me for not going down the crazy rabbit hole of believing the election was stolen. It wasn't. It wasn't stolen. There were irregularities. There were problems. The Republicans got out maneuvered in courtrooms. They got out lawyered by the Democrats. They left the A-team Republicans off the table. They didn't allow the A-team Republican lawyers, the Ben Ginsburgs of the world, to pursue election strategy for them. Nope. They, they went with Cletus O'Shaughnessy, the DUI lawyer from Podunk, Alabama, to be their legal chief legal strategist with Rudy Giuliani and, and uh, my pillow guy. They could have done a better job there. They screwed it up and now they got to lie about it, but it's not the big lie. And every reporter 
who calls it the big lie, is calling Republicans Nazis. And most of them know it, and they don't care, and they will just fester this problem and build resentment and destroy their own credibility. And one day they will wonder why no one listens to them, and we're almost at that point now. And it will be because they brought it on themselves by calling half of this country Nazis and not thinking a second thought about it. Hi there. The phone number, if you want to be a part of the Eric Erickson Show, is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425. I've done well today. I, I ordered flowers for my wife in advance for our 21st anniversary. I'm taking her to dinner tonight. Casual, not fancy. A friend of mine from Washington sent us a gift card to Table in Maine, so I'll have to take her up there at some point soon. 21 years of marriage. Y'all know, so... When we first got married, um, we got married October 14th, the year 2000. That's why I know it's 21 years. Really easy to just wait. Y'all wait until the year, what, 20, 2100 to get married, and it'll be real easy to figure out. <laughs> but we knew right after we got married, Christy was going to have to have a double mastectomy. And, and so she did in January of 2001. And it was far more extensive than we ever imagined. And there was a time where I was having to, to carry her up out of bed just to get her to the bathroom because she all her chest muscle was gone. And she was in so much pain, she couldn't get herself out of bed at night. And a few months after that, uh, she had to wind up sleeping in the guest bedroom because I was snoring so bad. And turns out I had a deviated septum and some other problems. And so I had to have nasal reconstruction. This was our first six months of marriage. Y'all, it was something. I was having to buy two half gallons of milk because she didn't have the strength to hold up a gallon of milk after her mastectomy. And I mean, that's, that's how we started life together. And along the way, we've had two wonderful kids. In fact, my 16 year old, she's got her car. Uh, and a deer ran out last night and hit her. There's a big dent in the side of the car. And life has just given us all sorts of twists and turns. Uh, the week before Christmas in 2006, my wife was given six months to live. Thankfully, it was a misdiagnosis. And ironically, had they not misdiagnosed her in 2006, uh, in 2016, they would have never called and said, we think your wife has lung cancer, and she does. Uh, and there's no cure, but they can keep it in from the tumors from growing. And so they do with a small pill that'll one day, one day stop working and every three months she goes to have an exam. Life has given us some interesting twists and turns. Uh, we never expected, we never expected my career to be the way it is. We never expected that. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. The tears, the surgeries, the people showing up at our house to threaten us, all of it kind of has defined our story these 21 years and it hadn't been easy, but I wouldn't do it with anyone else. I've been very blessed with my wife and with my family. God has blessed us. Um, it's just, it's it's been an amazing journey. 21 years though, my goodness, I've somehow got old and I don't even feel it. We'll be back. Hi there. I hope you guys are well. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-973. 7425, if you wish to be a part of the program. Um, oh, 
You know, is it just, I'm sure it's just me, but so a helicopter just flew over. Y'all can't hear it, but I can. Every time one of these things flies over, I just think, gosh, there's been a wreck. Um, there's been something bad. It's always the life flight. It's either that or it's it's my buddy Doug Turnbull in the in the traffic helicopter. And then it's a wreck and it's bad. Ah, I just, I, I now equate helicopters to car wrecks and bad things happening. I just, nah, anyway. Um, okay. Now that I've made everybody mad uh, by talking about the election not being stolen and all of that, let me let me go a little further in a couple of ways. You'll, you're just going to be patient with me, folks. So I want to go back to the story about Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is running for the United States Senate in Georgia. Uh, a lot of Republicans, I'm told, are starting to come to terms. They they actually think that he's toast in the general. I mean, this is I look. I'm just don't 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 hate me for telling you what people believe behind the scenes. But I can tell you, overwhelmingly, the number of Republicans I know behind the scenes are writing Georgia off unless there is a big wave. Uh, they think that Walker can absolutely pull it out if there's a big wave of Republican sentiment across the country in reaction to Joe Biden. And if not, that Warnock is perfectly safe. Um, they think that Walker himself won't win, but maybe Warnock will lose. And that's that's just the reality of it. But they, they expect him to walk away with it in, in the primary. They'll do whatever they can in the general to help him. Uh, there are other candidates out there, uh, chief among them, Gary Black, the agriculture commissioner in Georgia, who is is running aggressively against Walker. Uh, but also, um, there are other Latham Sadler, uh, Kelvin King, and others are running. Uh, really good candidates. Sadler's been on the program talking about Afghanistan. He was a Navy SEAL over there. But the media is trying to play gotcha with Walker because Walker decided to have a fundraiser with a woman. And at one point, that woman had a SWAT sticker as her Twitter profile picture. How is this Herschel Walker's fault? She at one point had a swatch stick made of vaccines. It was syringes. And her point was not to identify as a Nazi, but to use her Twitter pick as a protest claiming that the government vaccine mandates were like something the Nazis would do. You could disagree with that. I do. But Herschel Walker shouldn't be attacked for this. what this woman said. Her name was Bettina Sophia Vivano Langles. She's a Texas woman who wanted to host the fundraiser. She apparently has some ties to uh, Hollywood uh, or some such. It has become a, I mean, I'm just looking. Um, the Washington Post has a story on it. CBS News has a story on it. The Hill has a story on it. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has a story on it. Forbes has a story on it. Deadline Hollywood has a story on it. Uh, this this is a thing. Uh, and this lady is a the president owner of accelerate entertainment in beverly hills california uh experienced president with a demonstrated history of working in the entertainment industry skilled in physical and creative production media production web video tv live video live news writing development feature films uh and is an executive producer of original content for america's voice news i've never heard of america's voice news um, now my, my point in dwelling here is not on Herschel Walker. It is on this lady. I don't know her. I'm sure she's a very nice person, but I just, I, it is, this is a grievance I have in politics. 
it is rarely the candidates who cause themselves as much problems as the supporters. And I have known candidates who got in trouble because they were associated with people who thought their views were perfectly fine, but their views were so crazy uh, that they defined the candidate. And I just think if you if you want to help Herschel Walker, probably having a swastika made of syringes as your Twitter profile pic wasn't a good idea. I, I'm just... I'm just throwing it out there that maybe it's not a good idea. In the same way, if you are a Democratic candidate and one of your chief donors is actually a uh, noted communist who's into witchcraft, maybe you should, for the sake of helping your candidate, not be public about your support. I've got some friends, actors in Hollywood, notable people who I am very guarded in my friendship with them and they with me because I know and they know my association with them. Even though we disagree, they are as far to the left as I am to the right on, on issues. They, we, we have struck up a friendship through various common causes of of charitable efforts. And we don't talk about our friendship because cancel culture would come for them. I'm very mindful of the people that I interact with and know and have become friends with who are in the public eye, who disagree with me on things because uh, it's, and you know, I I had someone challenge me recently, someone who used to be in Hollywood say, well, they, they're not really your friends if they're not willing to be public in their friendships. Oh, trust me. You, you don't know our relationship and you're going to lecture me on our friendships. No, I'm doing this to protect my friend. And people seem to think that nowadays you, you, you should be as in your face and brash and crazy as, as you can be. And oftentimes that comes back to hurt other people. In this case, this woman being as, as out there as she is on this particular issue, she's hurt Herschel Walker. She wanted to help Herschel Walker. And instead she's given, it's turned into a national news story. And it's a ridiculous, you and I can say it's a ridiculous news story. It's not his fault. He didn't know. Is he supposed to vet all of this stuff? But she should have never done that if she wanted to be tied to him. It actually is that easy. You can disagree, but you are wrong. And then there's the Trump issue itself. Yesterday, President Trump issued a statement that maybe Republicans, if they're not going to be, if they're not going to investigate 2020, maybe they just should stay home in 2022 and not go vote. Maybe they should stay home and not go vote. That one infuriates me more than a little bit. Do you really want the Democrats to expand the Senate? Do you want them to keep the House? Look at what they want to do right now. Look look, look at what the Democrats want to do. They want to have your bank stop and frisk you for the federal government. If you do more than $600 in transactions in a month, the Democrats want your bank to report you to the IRS and provide access and accounting for your bank account. The Democrats want the federal government to provide for abortion on demand. The Democrats want to fund critical race theory in schools. 
They want to drive up the cost of fossil fuels at a time where fuel is already high. They want you to stop eating beef. They want to do these things through the Green New Deal and the reconciliation process. If they had one more progressive member in the Senate, they could probably get away with it. So are you going to do what Donald Trump wants and stay home next year? In Fulton County, Georgia, a lot of you from around the country, wherever you are, we've gotten calls on this from California, from Wisconsin, from Oklahoma, from Iowa. Uh, What's going on with the the case in Georgia, the case about the absentee ballots in Georgia got thrown out. Thrown out yesterday. The judge examined the evidence, but he threw it out on a standing issue, said they, they essentially sued the wrong people. They did. It was stupid. They sued the Republican members of the Fulton County Board of Elections. The Republicans are a minority. If the judge ordered those Republican members to do something, they're the minority of of the board. They couldn't do anything. The plaintiffs just assumed that the Republicans would twiddle their thumbs and do nothing and allow the case to proceed, and it blew up in their face. But the judge, by the way, he did allow an examination of the ballots by the Secretary of State's office. They said, nope, they, they can't find anything. In fact, They examined boxes. Witnesses said, if you look in this box, you'll find what we saw. What they claimed they saw were ballots, absentee ballots, that looked like they were filled out by a computer and they had no creases. All the absentee ballots are mailed in. They had no creases. They couldn't find them. Couldn't find them. Person, ah, I didn't mean that box. I meant this other box. So they looked in that box. They, They didn't find them. They didn't find them. So they're like, well, we can't believe the Secretary of State. We've got to see it for ourselves. Well, then hire better lawyers and do a better lawsuit. It's not the rest of our fault you sued the wrong people or had no standing. It was a standing issue. So are you going to stay home next year? Or is this one of those issues where we're supposed to take the president seriously and not literally? Historically, the party in the White House loses the midterm elections. The data right now shows that Republicans have momentum. In Iowa on Tuesday, it was a special election. You can only read so much into special elections, but it's really notable that all these special elections keep going the Republicans' way. And in an Iowa State House seat on Tuesday night, in a seat that has been Democrat for 20 years, the Republicans picked it up. Republicans have the momentum. Virginia is not a purple state. Virginia is not a swing state. Virginia is a blue state. Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, may win it. Are Republicans going to throw away 2022? Because Donald Trump told him to stay home if he didn't get his way. Are you going to do what President Trump wants you to do? Or are you going to stop the left? It is nonsensical to me that Donald Trump would wish for the Democrats to win it all. Is he even thinking about this? If the Democrats win it all, you know, in addition to to the judges, they can continue to pursue the agenda against him because they think he's going to run again in 2024. They want to do everything they can to stop him. They want audits. They want investigations. They want prosecutions. They're really hoping that the district attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, where there's a criminal investigation open into Donald Trump, that she will proceed and prosecute him. 
does he really want Stacey Abrams to be the governor of Georgia if the prosecutor in Georgia decides to prosecute him? Does he really want Abrams to be in charge? I realize sometimes he's rash and he just says these things off the top of his head. I'm not concerned about Trump because Trump is Trump. I'm concerned about the simple-minded fools who do whatever he says. You can be offended that I just said simple-minded fools, but you and I all know there are people out there who if Donald Trump told them to jump off a bridge today, they would do it. I assume they're a small minority. But look at the people who are aligned with Vernon Jones in Georgia. Vernon Jones is clown show comedy hour from DeKalb County, Georgia. He was a pro-abortion Democrat until earlier this year, and he flipped the switch, and suddenly he's a pro-life Republican. And there are people who, because Donald Trump told him Brian Kemp was bad, the governor of Georgia, they're like, oh, Vernon Jones, Vernon Jones, he's our man, he's our man. Some of these people, which I find hilarious, were blasting Vernon Jones earlier, saying, well, this guy's not credible. Uh, he can't be the one, and then suddenly he comes out, and they can't find anybody else to run against Brian. Oh, Vernon, Vernon, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. You were saying no one could, or Vernon couldn't months ago, you idiots. Then you're gonna want to hand it to Stacey Abrams to to nurse a grudge for the man who lost, and by the way, he lost. Nancy Pelosi is not going to be Speaker of the House after this year. She's done. You help the Democrats get elected, they're going to have someone even worse than Pelosi as Speaker of the House. The Democrats pick up a few more seats in the Senate, they're going to get rid of the filibuster. And then they'll make Puerto Rico a state and they'll make Washington, D.C. a state and they will pass the For the People Act. They will destroy this country. Why does President Trump want that? Again, maybe we're supposed to take him seriously, not literally. But you take him seriously, do you stay home next year? You're supposed to help him. You're supposed to help Republicans. You don't put SWAT stickers in your profile pics because then you're going to be a liability for the candidate. And you don't stay home. And if you feel like I'm heckling and badgering, well, I'm going to stay home because you hurt my feelings. Well, then you're an idiot. You should be voting in the first place. But for Donald Trump to come out and tell you to stay home and just let the Democrats have it, it's almost like he, he needs the Republicans to lose so then he can say, yeah, see, it really was stolen. Because if Republicans win in 2022, it makes it less likely that 2020 was stolen. If the Democrats, they can stop him, but they can't stop the GOP overall. Really? They can't? I thought he was the most formidable force. I guess he needs it to keep the mythology alive. But you know what? If you want to keep the country alive, you're going to go vote Republican next year and not stay home. And the choice is all yours, and you got a year to decide, but you better decide right because... These elections, you see the Democrats trying to get rid of the filibuster. The only thing holding them back is Manchin and Cinema. The Republicans have a really good shot of picking up the Senate and stopping it. So the choice is yours. The choice is also yours to go get the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. Listen, uh, cold and flu season is coming. I am actually in line to get the booster shot the for the vaccine. 
And then I got to get the flu shot. And my doctor was kind enough to tell me he was totally fine with me spacing them out over a few days. So I'll do it. But also, if you want to clean the air and get rid of the mold and the mildew and the pollen and the viruses and the cold spores and the bacteria that are floating in your air, you should consider the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm is an air purifier that is filterless. And it doesn't use chemicals. It uses a lot of the same technology you find in hospitals. And you can get three of them right now. You can get a three-pack of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm and save $200. You're actually going to get all three of them for less than $200. You will save $200, and you'll get free shipping by going to EdenPureDeals.com. When you go to EdenPureDeals.com, you'll see my name, Eric Erickson. You click me, and then you'll see the Eden Pure three-pack. You click that, put it in your cart and check out. You'll see a discount code box. You put Eric3, E-R-I-C-K in the number three, and you will get three Eden Pure Thunderstorms for less than $200, saving you $200, and you'll get free shipping. The discount code is ERIC3. The website is EdenPureDeals.com. Click on my name, put it in your cart, use the discount code, start cleaning the air in your house. Don't worry about a filter subscription because it's filterless. Hi there. It is Eric Erickson here. It's too late to call me. Y'all, McDonald's says finally, they're, they're in on it now. They're going to test the... McPlant. That's right, the McPlant. A plant-based burger. It's in conjunction with Beyond Meat. It's like the Dave Chappelle routine. <laughs> oh, he has a he has a, a sideways bit in there about the Beyond Meat and the, the Impossible Burger. The Beyond Burger and the Impossible Burger. He's essentially suggesting that the, the anatomical portion of a uh, transgender person is like the Beyond Meat or the the Impossible Burger. Oh, it was actually kind of funny. Oh, they're still mad at him. Uh, transgender uh, employees at, at Netflix, I don't know how many of there are, but they're planning a walkout today to protest. Uh, Dave Chappelle heard all their feels, and they're upset about it. Now, I'm upset about uh, the, the embrace of the plant. Now, I'm not going to eat it, and that's fine if you want to eat it or not. Totally fine. If, if, you, if you want it, I don't care. Uh, I just know where this is headed is they're going to try to force it on all of us uh, because they don't want us eating hamburgers anymore. They, they, they don't want us to eat beef. Oh, and that they're going to try it in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Do you see there? It looks like McDonald's is setting this up to fail. They're going to put it in Irving, Texas, Carrollton, Texas, Cedar Falls, Iowa, Louisiana. No way. Nobody's going to eat a McPlant.